welcome to you beautiful creation i'm tina jackson and as you can see i'm not at the studio we have been in the state of michigan and quarantine because of the corona virus and i by the time you're seeing this we're probably out of quarantine but i needed to keep these videos coming to the broadcasting station because i love you and i am so thankful to be on your stations across michigan I have some videos that I did here at my house, some video vlogs that I'm going to just plug in back to back for you to be encouraged. They're all going to be different and I'm going to just have about four different episodes to just encourage you. Please like, share, subscribe and thank you to Public Broadcasting. I would encourage everyone that has a good testimony to get on a public broadcasting station, make some video vlogs, tell the good news to others. They need to hear it. So here, catch these segments, and I hope you enjoy them. If you died today, do you know if you'd go to heaven? That was a question that came over the radio to me in November 2002. And my response to that was, I really don't know. I'm a good person, but I don't know if I'd go to heaven. And with Charles Stanley on AM600, he said, you can know today. And with that, he gave a prayer, a prayer of salvation, which I will lead you to in just a moment. And one of the things about having Jesus in my life, it has completely transformed and changed me. And that's what Jesus is supposed to do. It's not just about your ticket to heaven. It's about learning about the kingdom of God and learning how to rule and reign while here on this earth. See, what I didn't know is that Satan was the prince of this earth when he was cast down from heaven with Adam and Eve because the earth was given to man. But when Adam gave that rights and the privileges over to Satan, we became under Satan's dominion. And Jesus came back and he ended up getting the keys of the kingdom back and he gives it back to us if we will freely take it. And it, you can obviously see it as you look around. You see all the evil in this world. And people don't know that they're being hoodwinked by the enemy and, and the devil's just run, wreaking havoc. It's so easy to see now because Satan wants to steal, kill, and destroy. And if there's anything involved in that in your life of destruction, it's of Satan, not of God. Because John 10.10 John, John 10 says, it says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came to give you life and life more abundantly. And that is the beauty of Jesus. And I was so thankful that, yeah, Charles Stanley got me pulled into the salvation through wondering if I'm going to go to heaven someday. But what I didn't know is through that prayer, there was a weight that was lifted off my shoulders I didn't even know existed because I thought I was actually a good person. But I didn't know I was carrying the sin and baggage on me. And the sin and baggage was, you know, simply unbelief. It was bad choices of my past. And that easily comes off of you as you receive Jesus. And there are some of you that are listening today that you know you're not living right. You know that there seems to be something more. And I encourage you to make today the day to give your whole heart, your whole soul, and your whole mind over to Jesus because he wants to help you. He wants you to rule and reign. He wants you to have health and wholeness, 
prosperity, joy, peace. He wants that oppression and depression to come off of you because that's what he's about, is having life and life more abundantly. So if you could, just repeat this prayer with me and just say, Dear Lord Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Teach me of your ways. Holy Spirit, come in me now and fill me afresh. Teach me and help me to learn to live victorious. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. That's a simple prayer. And there's so much more involved because I know as some of you are coming into the faith, you need to learn a lot about the Lord, about how he was the Son of God and he was crucified, died, and was rose up from the dead. And God will teach you all about that. And I encourage you today, thank you for taking the time to do that prayer. And I pray that there's been an anointing to lift off your shoulders of this sin and that it just comes off of you and that you receive now a freshing blow of the, the, the Lord as he just blows upon you and makes your present, his presence known to you. After this video, I'm going to have another one about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that's something that you're going to need to have. So tap back into the next session. In the meantime, if you could push the like button, subscribe to my channel, and hear some more encouraging vlogs in the upcoming sessions. For I'm Tina Jackson, and you are a beautiful creation in Christ Jesus. Congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom. So today we're going to talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and we're going to get you activated at the end and have you speaking in a heavenly language. It is so wonderful to have the Holy Spirit active in your life as you begin to work in the gifts of the Spirit that 1 Corinthians 12 talks about. But I wanted to just make sure that first of all you need to have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you haven't already please tap into my other video and we'll do a simple prayer. We'll also do a little recap of a, a salvation prayer right before the baptism of the Holy Spirit just to cover our bases. But Jesus is here to give you the empowerment through the Holy Spirit. He, he died, he was resurrected. The Holy Spirit was here on this earth to come and be in us. And Jesus had commanded his disciples in Acts 1. Let me just read this to you. It's from Acts 1, 8. And Jesus says to his disciples, he says, you shall receive power. And that word power is the word dunamis in the Greek, which means dynamite. So you're going to receive dynamite when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all of Judea, Samaritan, and all the ends of the earth. Praise be to God. This dynamite that he is talking about, and he says, basically, he goes on to say, wait here. Actually, in Acts 1, 4, before he says, Acts 1-8, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. Acts 1-4, he says, he, they assembled together and Jesus commanded them that they do not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. He commanded you. You know why he commanded you? 
because it's not going to be yet by your might nor by your power, but it'll be by the Holy Spirit that is going to help lead, guide, and direct you to successful life, into healing, into wholeness. Because the Holy Spirit is the comforter. He's the advocate. He is, becomes your all in all. He's been here since the foundation of the earth. He's been hovering over the earth since the foundation of time. And when we receive Jesus, yes, we get the born again spirit of a new spirit. Okay, the new S spirit of being born again. But the Holy Spirit, it's a consummation where the Holy Spirit come, that is in you comes upon you and he comes up through your vocal cords, out into the atmosphere, through tongues, and on you. That's upon, up and on. He comes upon you. And it's gonna be a heavenly language that you're gonna start off with. And it's, it's so simple, and I love to tell people, you know, if you wanna tap into the things of heaven, it's helpful to speak the language of heaven. And it may sound like babble to you, ba ba dea bo ba da ba da ba sha da ba da 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 bo da or sa 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 si ya sha shi an dre she 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 ki 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 ko shan da da sha da da sa da da ta ta ti ta ti an ta da ta ta tu ra la san da ro go na. It may sound like a little bit of just like syllables at first, but it will begin to articulate into some known languages and nations and tongues and tribes because you have the seed of Abraham in you. So you will be able to speak in every tongue and tribe. And there's reasons for that. And you'll have to tap into my other sessions that I'm gonna have in a reference to my book, Mysteries Revealed on Speaking in Tongues, that will give you a better understanding of the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, or should I say speaking in tongues? Because the Holy Spirit has got all nine gifts going, but we're just gonna be talking about tongues, which is for every single believer. And I will distinguish later on uh, the difference between the tongues and interpretation in the church and this personal prayer life that everyone is allowed to tap into because it's gonna be God speaking through you. And when God speaks through you, oh yeah, it's gonna happen because his word will not return void. It's gonna go forth. It's gonna accomplish where it's been sent and it will bring forth the fruit that you're wanting. And the beautiful part is you get to just rest in the prayers and just allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you. It's sort of kind of like this. He showed me a little vision of like the army or something or the military where God is like this commander in chief. You're the general and the angels are the soldiers just standing at attention saying, give me my orders for today. Boom. You pray in tongues because you're just going to say what God says and Boom, they know and they dispatch and they go make your way straight and you rest. You don't have to worry about it. So it's awesome. And I'll go into that more in detail later. But I want to get you activated in the gift of speaking in tongues and this baptism of the Holy Spirit because the evidence of the speaking in tongues is, is um, I like to say it more like it's a surrender of letting go all pride. Letting go of you think you know how to do it. Thinking that God's way is foolish? Uh, no, it's not. Actually, his ways are a lot higher than your ways. And there's reasons why he does things in a unique way. And so it's, it's a part of taking you to the next level. So I always tell people, hey, you want to tap into the heavenly things? Let's talk the heavenly language. You want to, you know, it's like going on a trip. If you go to Spain, it would be helpful to speak Spanish, okay? You wouldn't need an interpreter. You could find, you know, sure, you can get your way around and, you know, you can try to 
communicate through facial expressions of, I got to go to the bathroom or thirsty or, you know, I'm hungry. You know, you, how much better would it be to go to a nation and be able to speak that language? If I go to France, I'd want to speak French. If I go to Spain, I want to speak Spanish. If I want to tap into the heavenlies, how much better is it to speak into the heavenlies? And the Bible is very clear as he talks about it. Let me just show a little bit of comfort to some of you. And we're going to get more into detail through the upcoming blogs as I go through each chapter of my Bible. But let me just do a little, a little touch on um, the Luke 11, 12 through 14. And it says, if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? And, it, and you then, being evil, know how much... How good gifts to give your children. How much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit who asks him? Before that passage, it was talking about if you're asking for an egg, will he give you a scorpion? If you ask him for, you know, all these things, he's going to give you the Holy Spirit. And so many people have made this so hard and so complex. And this is not hard. It is not complex to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit to speak in tongues. Trust me, it is easy. He's actually waiting for you to speak his language. Just like in my, my hometown, or in, should I say, my native language, I was teaching my kids, let's say mama. Say mama, 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 mama. Or dada, 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 dada. It's the little syllables that you start with. And when my children started, and I was saying, say mama, say mama, and they ended up saying, Gakko, Gato, Gato, or something like that. I was ecstatic. Why was I ecstatic? Because they were trying. And all the more I would help press, help them to press in, and they finally got it. Mama, Mama, Mommy, Mom, Mother, Mom. <laughs> and as you begin to work in tongues, you are going to develop from a child and you will get more mature in it and more mature and more mature and more and more intercession is going to be able to come upon you and you just grow faith to faith, glory to glory. But you got to start from the beginning, okay? There are some of you that when you start speaking in tongues, you are going to rattle off a well-known language. You're just going to start tapping into it a little faster because in your spirit, you've probably already been doing it. All right? I just want to encourage you. And speaking in tongues, does this help you to get to heaven? Nope, it doesn't. But it's sure going to make things a lot easier here on earth. Why? Because you get to speak God's language and the angels know what you're saying. The demons will know what you're saying and they will flee. And you need all the help you can get while you're here on this earth. And God wants to help you. So how much more? So that was what won me over. I'm like, well, you know what? I don't want Satan beating up me and my family. Whatever you say, Lord, bring it on and game on. And that's the way I am. I take the bull by the horns and I pin it down. Let's get it going. So I encourage you right now. You want to be victorious? Let's do it God's way. And it's super easy. He's waiting. Simple prayer. Are you ready? All right, let's do it. Let's cover our bases. Make sure that Jesus is your Lord and Savior in case you're just tapping into this. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, you are my Lord and Savior. I commit my heart to you. I commit my life to you. Your ways are higher. Holy Spirit, 
Fill me now. I receive you now. In the name of Jesus, activate the gift of tongues in me now, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. And some of you may be feeling a syllable come upon your lips. And I encourage you, you must speak it out. And others of you saying, I really don't have much of anything. I'm going to tell you right now, grab something. Grab a da 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 Grab something. I did that for a friend. She didn't have anything. And I said, say the da 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 And she says, oh, I, I don't feel a da-da-da. I feel a ta-ta-ta. I said, there you go, honey. Let's do it. So she started the ta-ta-ta. Ta-ta-ti-a-tureva-sa-tureva-sa-tureva-san-dureva-san. And it just hit ya. And I encourage you start grabbing some syllables. Mama mu mami ando mama mama. Monde vorak bojon de beziando de boradana. Shas yas 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 Vanda vanda vorvondo de vejondri vezi vezi. And begin to continue to speak out those syllables and speak them out, speak them out, speak them out. And some of you may be getting some known languages that are beginning to flow through you. And let the languages flow. Every tongue, every tribe can begin to flow out of you and let him bring healing into you. Keep activating it. Keep it going. Keep it going and keep it going. I encourage you, go ahead and share this video, hit the like button, subscribe to my channel, and you are going to learn so much more in the upcoming videos. But don't stop praying in tongues even after this video is over. Keep it going. Let that dam break forth and be encouraged today as the Holy Spirit rises up and you are speaking the language of God. It is God speaking through you. It is glorious. It is wonderful. Keep it going. I'm Tina Jackson, and you are a beautiful creation in Christ Jesus. Catch you around. Hi, Tina Jackson here today again, and we are going to talk some more about the mysteries revealed on speaking in tongues. Today we're going to go into the chapter about tongues in the church setting. Now, speaking in tongues has two different things. There's the personal prayer life tongues, which I've been talking to you about, and all the other vlogs, which is so awesome, so powerful. If you don't have that activated, please get that activated today. And then there's the tongues for the church setting. Now, this is where most people um, think about tongues and interpretation, and um, where a lot of churches are like, yeah, no, we don't want that. And... Um, that is what we're going to discuss today because it's one of those touchy, touchy topics. And I don't want you to be afraid of it. I don't want you to misunderstand it. So we're going to talk about 1 Corinthians 14. And basically, let me just first do a setting. And some of you may or may not understand uh, 1 Corinthians 12. It basically lists all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You have your wisdom, your knowledge, your understanding, your healing. You have um, tongues, interpretation of tongues. You have faith. You have like, there's like nine gifts listed there. And what 
so many people misunderstand is they think, well, I just got one of the gifts and the Holy Spirit works it only according to how he wants to work it. Well, that's a misconception. There is an understanding that you have to understand you get the whole Holy Spirit. You get the whole chunk of the pie. <laughs> and there's all these little divisions of what the Holy Spirit, how he manifests and works to help the people in the church. And the goal is to be so developed in the way of the Holy Spirit that you can operate in all nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. And it's possible, it's tangible, I'm living proof and there's others that I associate with that if you believe you shall receive and it'll happen because you want to develop into the fullness of what the Holy Spirit has if someone is lacking in something they need healing or they need wisdom or they need knowledge of something you need to be step into the Jesus and be that for them and to give them that healing or the understanding that they need so tongues and interpretation in the church setting Okay, so let's try to explain this a little bit because there are churches that have like a tongue that will stand up, someone will give a tongue, or whatever it may be. I am just making that up. I don't even know what that was, but that would be something like a tongue that would come in the church and then someone else would stand up and say, or it could be the same person, could stand up and say, thus saith the Spirit of the Lord. Uh, there has been um, great sorrow in the hearts of many people not believing the word of God. He is trustworthy. He is, you know, worthy to be, I don't know. It would just be something that they would stand up and say that would be encouragement. It would be something edifying. It would be something that would, edification, exhortation, or comfort. Okay, so that's what should come forth with a tongue and interpretation in a church setting. It is to benefit the body of Christ, and it's to have an interpretation if there's a tongue that is given. Um, so there's called order, and it's called structure. Now, some churches don't want to have anything to do with it because there is some abuses that have happened in the past, and I apologize if that has happened and you've been amongst that kind of setting. I apologize on the behalf of of the Lord and the Holy Spirit of, you know, people not understanding or there hasn't been leadership to help bring correction. And, you know, people are trying. They're trying. They want to manifest the Spirit of the Lord. Um, and sometimes it's done in error. I mean, it just happens. Uh, we're human. So the tongues and interpretation in the church um, is, is meant to bring healing and hope to people, okay? And if your church doesn't want that, that's that's okay. And then, you know what? <laughs> then it's the pizza deal that the God showed me one day. You know, one day I was upset because I was like, Lord, this church doesn't, you know, speak in tongues. And this one doesn't raise their hands. And this one over here, they're all about rituals and, and doing this, this, and this. And talking to the priest and this, and, you know. And I was just church bashing all these people. And the Lord said to me, he goes, Tina, you know what I want? And I said, what? What do you want? And he goes, I want a pizza. And I said, excuse me? You want a pizza? He goes, yeah, I want a pizza. And I said, well, explain yourself, Lord. And he says, the bread. He goes, that's the foundation. That's everything my word is going to be standing and based upon. 
He says, the sauce is the blood Jesus shed. Again, covering my word. He says, the cheese is the Holy Spirit. It glues and it binds everything together. Again, covering my son and covering my word. He says, and you know what I want on my pizza? And by now, I was already floored with his explanation. I said, mm, I, I'm not even going to try to answer that question. <laughs> he says, I want everything. He goes, because each topping represents a church. He goes, yeah, that church over there, they don't speak in tongues, but they're feeding the people of Flint. He goes, yeah, that church over there, yeah, they don't raise their hands, but they're getting the prostitutes off the streets. And he goes, as for the Catholics, they're trying to mirror the Jewish faith and the Jewish customs because they want to try to please me. They all please me. He goes, it's about the heart and it's about coming together in the unity of the faith to work together. He goes, and when I cut that pizza into a triangle, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and I partake of all you working together, it's a sweet savor to my mouth. So be that pizza for Jesus. You know, if you don't want to participate in speaking in tongues, your church, you know, don't bash them for that. Do what you can to help encourage and whatever it is that they've grabbed arms with for the community to help them. If they don't raise their hands or praise and worship, you know, you got to just um, work together as the body of Christ. And for those of you that don't want tongues and interpretation in the church, okay, well, you know, go to somewhere that maybe has it, you know. And, and it's for the body of Christ. It's for the believer to, um, it's for the unbeliever, actually, to see the manifestation of the Lord. And then they become believers. Don't forbid speaking in tongues. I encourage you, the tongues for the church and the tongues for your spiritual personal prayer life are two different things and the personal prayer life is the thing I want to make sure that you get activated today. It is part of what is discussed at the end of I believe it's Mark 16. Um, I'll have the, the, the little scripture here that for those that believe they are going to speak in tongues. So let me just turn right now to that scripture. Um, we're going to look at Mark 16, 15 through 18. And he, meaning Jesus, said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow the, those that believe. In my name you will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. There you go. You're going to speak with new tongues when you become a believer. Are you a believer? Are you? Then go ahead. Speak with new tongues. And they will take up serpents. They will drink anything deadly like flint water. And it will by no means hurt you. And um, they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So I just want to encourage you. The, the spirit of um, the Lord wants to move on every single believer. And if your church doesn't want to have tongues and interpretation, you have two choices. To continue fellowshipping with them and to do what you can to help the community or to go somewhere else. <laughs> it's as simple as that. But I encourage you to pray in tongues in your personal prayer life. You can find out more information in my book, 
on Mysteries Revealed on Speaking in Tongues. You can find it on Amazon. The link's below. I'm Tina Jackson, and you are a beautiful creation in Christ Jesus. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye. Hi there, I hope you enjoyed those video blogs. I have a lot more on my YouTube channel and be sure to check it out. But thank you to Public Broadcasting for airing us across Michigan. And we wanna just keep on encouraging you and inspiring you and encourage you too, please get your testimonies out. Tell the good news to people how awesome our God is. He is so good. And, and don't think of these hard times as um, just being down and hard, but encourage you that these are the beginnings. These are the beginnings. Jesus is returning soon, and he wants a bride that's clean. He wants a bride that's sanctified to him. He wants a bride that is without spot or wrinkle. Are you going to take your stand? Are you going to let the gifts of the Spirit work through you so it can touch others and bring the Shekinah glory to this nation? That's a question for you. But seek the Lord and be encouraged today. I am Tina Jackson and don't forget that you are a beautiful creation in Christ Jesus. Thanks for joining me.